Gentlemen, welcome to College Football Weekly. Today is December 1st, 2020. It's a Tuesday. Uh, I'm your host, Will Chambers. I'm always here with Tyler Walgy. Tyler, what's going on, William Chambers? What's going on? We got producer Smitty here. What's up, fellas? Smitty, it's your birthday. It is. Happy it's birthday, Ryan. Happy birthday, Smitty. Thanks. 31 and feeling like I'm 61. You're Special supposed to rhyme day. it. It goes 31 and feeling fun. Feeling right? fun. That's where you yeah, lie to yourself about everything. <laughs> it's a good day. How was everybody's Thanksgiving? It's good. I mean, I'm 31 too. Everything's starting to hurt. I wake up and things are starting to ache a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. I'm getting I, achy. Hmm. I feel yeah. pretty okay still. The achy break. I don't feel ways. 18, but I don't know that I'm achy all the time. <laughs> I just went to the hospital last week for a hernia. That's right. Yes. But it ended up not being a hernia, right? It, thank like, God it was, was a, a suspected hernia. Well, no. And they, it was a pulled muscle. Mm. If anything, they looked at it and they go, we can't find anything, which is the best, right? You want them to say, dude... You're crazy. Like, those are the best things you can hear from the doctor. So, no hernia, just a pulled muscle. Yeah. Ryan, happy birthday, though, man. Thank you. And this is uh, Old Man Corner here on College Football <laughs> Old Weekly. Old Man Corner. That's right. What are your favorite kinds of olives? He took his, Meta, <laughs> he took his Metamucil this morning, and uh, he's feeling great. But, no, it's a good day, and we had Thanksgiving. Uh, everybody's, everybody's Thanksgiving went well. How was yours, Will? I want to start with you. It wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't like a normal Thanksgiving. Um, so my, uh, I usually spend it you know, at home, and my mom had a uh, – she had some, some mild COVID symptoms and couldn't get the test results. She was, she, she was negative, and everything's fine. But you know, we, isn't that scary though? We just didn't get together These because days, of that. You have no idea, right? And so she got her test like the Sunday before, and she's then good though. yeah, she's good. good. And, but she didn't get her results till Friday. So we are actually all getting together uh, this coming Saturday. I'm gonna have to miss some college football, unfortunately, Dude. to uh, to do a family Thanksgiving dinner. Now, but. hold on, hold on. I have two things. Okay, first of all, glad Mama Chambers is doing okay. We love we love Thank when you. we hear the good news. We're all fans of the family. We know, we know your family, and uh, that's that's great. Second of all, do they know you're going to be sneaking, you know, some TV peaks in your pocket? Oh yeah, because you're going to have it on a channel, right? You're going to be yeah. watching. Yeah. Well, my like my family is all they all know about my uh, addiction. My addiction, yeah. My <laughs> my like affliction or whatever you could call it. Yes, yeah, so, I like, like addiction more than affliction. Should, we'll have the games on like her TV. We'll have a game and then I'll probably have one on my phone. I'm not going to go like, you know, I usually have four games. I'm, I'm not going to go to that length. And, uh, and you know, I'm I'm planning on watching the morning games and then going over to her house. Do you want to put one earphone in and have me radio in score <laughs> updates? A headset, yes, like a secret exactly. spy ear set? <laughs> I can't wait till you walk in the front door and they all are in a circle with sitting in chairs just planning your intervention <laughs> with college football. College football <laughs> has know. affected our lives we negatively you, but in you the following ways. <laughs> Dear William. <laughs> I mean, they might. We I've actually joked about that with my family before. Like, at some point you're all gonna have to intervene you know uh i you know i know that the days are gonna come eventually when i'm older maybe i'm married or have kids and i'm just not gonna be able to do four screens all day long not true so for Will's now always gonna have four screens i'm just gonna live it up i'm probably always gonna have two but for now i'm gonna live it up while i can and uh we had some good games um i had it actually funny because we talked about you know how having interruptions on saturday i had to attend a virtual wedding Oh, my cousin was married on Saturday 
And, uh, you know, they had planned it obviously before all the COVID was stuff. Was everyone virtual or was it just, they you? had like, they had like immediate family, uh, th- there in person, but you know, the, there probably would have been at least like a hundred people at the wedding, right? Well, Will always does big family things. I mean, Will is like a family guy. Like, yeah. you know, the show family guy, if there was a show made in 2020 about that, it would be about Will. Will's always doing family stuff. You're always with the family. Will's got a huge family. So it's why I'm so unhappy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, I love my family. Um, but yeah, like it, it, for a virtual wedding, you know, I felt bad for my cousin. Uh, I'm really close with him and he, he was one getting married. No, yeah, no. yeah. No, I felt bad because like their wedding got like ruined. You know what I mean? They had these great plans and uh and so and so I expected a bigger laugh from that. No? No, Ryan. I, I I didn't I, I didn't pick up on the joke. I thought you were serious. I was like, "No, he no. loves his fiance." No. Um, Come on. No, you're right. No, but his uh, his fiance's great and uh and the virtual wedding was actually pretty decent, but what's funny is I had, you know, I had like a nice shirt and actually a tie on from the waist up. And then I had like sweatpants on. Naked from the waist down. I had down. sweatpants on from the waist down because I'm doing it all like on webcam. Yeah. It's like a whole Zoom thing, right? And then behind my computer is two TVs and a third screen. So oh, I'm watching God. the Iron Bowl. I'm watching all this other stuff while the wedding is going on. And then you know everyone is after after the like reception or during the reception, whatever it is after the you know the uh, culmination of everything ceremony. Yeah, the ceremony. Thank <laughs> you, thank you very much, Smitty. Uh, I ended up. You know, I was talking with some family and they were like, Will, are you dying without football? And I like picked up the computer and turned it so they could see uh, I had been watching it the whole time and everyone laughed. That's hysterical. Um, I like that though. You've got to make sure you're prepared. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You're, yeah. you're prepared. That's why I have multiple screens. And uh, and it was good. We had the Iron Bowl. You know, it wasn't competitive, but it was still a fun game even without Nick Saban. So we should we should get into it because, you know, we recorded last Monday before we found out that, that Nick Saban. Are we not going to talk about any of our thanksgivings like do, oh yeah do i'm me sorry and Ryan not oh, matter God, at all? i'm sorry tyler tell me no, about no, i mean that's okay i know i'm irrelevant in this show i just wanted to <laughs> see what matters. tell me what about didn't. your thanksgiving come on let's hear it well i made my very own bird you First did bird ever yes because i was going to go to my mom's as i said last week okay that got canceled and last minute it got thrown off there was a flag 15 yard penalty make your own dinner so ally my girlfriend came over and we did our own thing I made my first ever bird. I dry. I, it was dry. It was. It was not that good. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I ask you a question real quick, though? Yeah. Did you get it frozen like the day of? Uh, yes, frozen day before. Day before. Uh, so it thawed out before you cooked it. No, you you put it in frozen. Oh really? So and this maybe See, I don't know bird, if this so. is like so like like I don't know what demographic I'm talking to here, but uh, when you figure out you're gonna make a turkey. The day before Thanksgiving. Stressful. There's some scrambling that goes into that. Yeah. So my mom canceled on the day before Thanksgiving. So I'm like, okay, I now have to prepare an entire Thanksgiving meal for Allie and I by myself. So we got a, it was actually everyone I'm sure listening because they're a national company. It's a private selection. You guys know private selection? Yeah, sure. Yeah. It was one of their turkeys. It came frozen. So we froze it until... Uh, you know, about 10 a.m. on Thanksgiving, then it took about four hours to cook. Okay. Um, but yeah, I made the whole turkey myself. First turkey I've ever made. Did you like go in and do a lot of basting as we it was cooking? Did th- no, no. Because I no. think maybe that's why it's dry. Because I always remember my mom going in with the baster while it's in the oven. This guy knows what he's talking about. Okay. So here's what happened. I've never cooked one. So. It came in like its own sort of bag, mm. and it said "cook and bake" in the bag, and apparently. The bag, the the almighty fucking bag, 
was supposed to keep it like moist and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I would have preferred to get rid of the bag and just baste it because I'm into it, man. I would have been basting every 25 minutes on there, checking oh, the temperature, yeah. but I left it up to the directions. And this is where it got tricky because you can't trust directions. Every oven's different. We're in high right, altitude. high altitude cooking. So, you know, I, I left it in for the four hours. I put it in and it said, make sure the breast is 165. Got the old meat thermometer out, put it in, and it was like 210. Oh, yeah. It was hot. That's too hot. Exactly. So we got the turkey out. It was nice golden brown. It looked good. We had all the sides yeah. were good. The, the, we did mashed potatoes. I did some asparagus, did some yams, uh, did some stuffing, a little nice. here or there. Yeah, it, it was That's good for the good. sides. No, for sure. But the turkey was a little bit dry. And on top of it, Allie, my girlfriend, tried to... Uh, She's getting better, right? Like in the relationship, <laughs> Ryan's laughing. Uh-oh. In the relationship right now, I'm the cook, uh, right? Like I'm the chef. I'm Gordon Ramsay. Oh, come on. It's, it's raw. Chef Walgie. It's fucking raw. <laughs> you know, that's me. Like, all right. But she's getting better. She's yeah. learning. And she tried to make homemade gravy. Oh, Okay. And it, did, it did not go well. Oh, <laughs> and that did. doesn't help with a dry turkey. Exactly. <laughs> it did not go well with the gravy. So look, overall, my Thanksgiving experience, very, very sudden. You know, it was kind of like last second when you see the defensive end come up and the linebacker, you're like, oh my God, this is an all-out blitz. Yeah. And you don't have time to adjust coverage. And your left tackle exactly. was nowhere to be seen. That's exa- that's what this was like, but we made it work, got the dinner done, and it was pretty good overall Thanksgiving. Okay. So, Smitty, yeah. did you get some green chili on that shit? Yeah. Oh, How yeah. was the green chili, right? Well, so uh, I've grown up being from Pueblo. I We have our own Thanksgiving. We've got several aunts and uncles and grandmas and relatives to go to. So I'm, I'm used to eating several meals a day and uh, got away from that a little bit in the last uh, last few years. And then this year, I actually had to eat twice. Well, didn't have to. Had the ability to eat twice. <laughs> the privilege. <laughs> yeah, the privilege. But I actually worked until about 3 o'clock on, on Thanksgiving Day. Oh, wow. Um, so... Uh, went went to my parents' house, got the old-fashioned Pueblo Thanksgiving, like we talked about last week. We yes. call it the PT in these areas. Yep, it's, it's the PT. It's 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 not physical therapy. No, exactly. It's a Pueblo it's Thanksgiving. A green it's, chili. That put. It's better for you. That put you through <laughs> your own physical therapy. So, and then this was the first year I went to my fiance's family's uh, um, house and and had Thanksgiving dinner, and it's much different. Uh, it's it's m- much more savory, like. <laughs> Like my house is a, a lot spicier and yeah, and there's, there's there's a lot more alcohol flowing and and yeah, we're 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 from Pueblo, so you know, don't don't expect much of us, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was it was great. Got got all the fixins, got the turkey, um, no ham this time, um, but everything I talked about last week. I fulfilled my my, ju- my my journey on Thanksgiving Day. It's always fun going to like a spouse's like uh, going to any kind of holiday that where you view other people's traditions, and sometimes like just the most subtle things you can like. It's at least for me. I don't know if this is for you. I know your fiance probably listens to the show, and so we're not trying to rag on them or anything. But like, I would always have moments. This is with my ex girlfriend where like I would be like. What the fuck are they doing? Like, how come they don't do it the way I always did it? You know what you I got, mean? You guys think you? I think that's just like a natural reaction. You for think people you're to getting have. off onto something? My girlfriend Allie, she's the only one in her family who, well, I should be careful here, but pretty much the only one who speaks English. Oh, okay. She, she's from Mexico. The rest of her family is Mexican. They're they down speak to, German, dude. I don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know what. I'm expecting when I go down there for a holiday. Yeah. I, I'm just ready to it's go in. It's going to be a party. I can tell oh, you that Oh, exactly. I'm going in blank slate, 
ready to go. I don't know. I, I think the uh, the pinata is like an Americanized thing. I, now, yeah. when I first was with her, first couple of months, I'm thinking, oh, we'll go down. It'll be a nice pinata every birthday. Now I'm going, this is going to be good. This is going to be interesting. It's I don't know a party. What, it's going to be a party. Mexican a, uh, people party, Fiesta, man. as yes. they say. Fiesta. Yeah. So I don't know what to expect. I'm excited. I'm ready. You know, they seem like great people, and I'm I'm ready to see what's going on, man. Yeah. So being from Pueblo again, I consider myself Mexican by association, <laughs> <laughs> and you will party and not only oh, that dude. you will walk away full and lots of corona <laughs> yeah, sure. I can't, and i'm I not can't talking about it. the virus right <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait for it but yeah, it's hysterical you guys go out oh, with my in-laws i wasn't ready for it it's like you guys don't know what not ready for it means until you're going across the border so yeah, that's fun it's all fun man it's that all fun. fun exactly well, we had some other fun. We should, uh, you know, we got a few pieces of news we got to talk about. Now, but that's a, that's a pivot. That's a transition right that's there. That's what you call a transition right yeah, there. Mike yes. Golick over here. <laughs> uh, there's not too much news we got to touch on. There's a, a news out of Vanderbilt. That's a new thing for us. We don't spend a lot of time talking about Vanderbilt. Uh, they, we had the first female football player in the uh, Power Five. It might, might have been FBS in college football history. Sarah Fuller, she made her debut... I think they had like a kicker that was hurt, so they pulled her. She was a soccer player off the soccer team, did one squib kick. Uh, she's actually going to be back this week. And then like the day after, Vandy's head coach, Derek Mason, got fired. I don't think the two are related, but either, either way, it doesn't really look great. <laughs> okay, um, I have one thing to say. Okay. And I really want to be as politically correct as I can. Yes. Okay? Be careful. I know, I know. First of all, let me start with this, because this is the real thing. I think it's great. Yeah, I think it's for her. fucking awesome. I think it's so cool that we're mixing this and that women are able to come in and, and kick or do whatever, you know, on, on a football team, right? But they brought her in for a squib kick. For a squib. I think uh, that, to me, that's almost like a, uh, you know. No, no. It's like no. a garbage time thing. This Exactly. The squib is what you do when you're beating your buddy in Madden 55 to 0 and you go, uh, he's had enough. Let's squib it yeah. to the 25. Just the word squib, well, right? It doesn't have a good sound to it. You don't want to come in. That's true. If, if someone didn't know American football, right, and they lived in like Australia or something like that, uh-huh. and they go, what'd you do? And you go, oh my God, it was great. I went in and I squibbed it. You know, doesn't I went in good. for a squib kick. They would say, <laughs> now what is a squib kick? It actually sounds Australian, kind of. <laughs> it kind of does. <laughs> I love it. I love the whole thing. I wish they would have brought her in for a field goal. Well, no, I, I, I'm actually, I think the opposite. Oh, it's like, like a squib her, kick. No, I, I just think for her first like play on the field, let's not put the pressure of like a 30-yard yard field goal. You know what I mean? Let's give her something a little easier, a little squib kick, something that maybe is harder to harder to fuck up. A squib and, kick. You know, it's a lot of pressure for, for, for her. You it know? sounds like what I would order when I went to a nice dinner where I didn't know anything on the menu. I'll have the squib. Uh, I'll have the squib. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and a nice bottle of Chianti. And the only reason I'd order it is because I couldn't pronounce anything else. Yeah. It's a uh, squib. I'll, I'll order some squib squib yeah i mean we'll see maybe she actually will get a chance to kick so that she's gonna remain as the kicker uh this week dude that's and awesome so, i love that yeah good for her good for her honestly it's cool it was a cool thing to see and uh i really hope that she gets in there for like a point after or a field goal and and crushes it no no, no 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 let's take it to the next level i mean this is a good starter right for someone who wants to get in who's a woman you've been playing soccer for a long time and you've been watching football this is a good example how you can get involved but honestly where i want to see this go 
I want to see a woman come in and be a full-time kicker. Extra points, field goals, kickoffs. There's no reason someone who doesn't have as good a leg as some of these guys can't right. come in. I mean, dude, there are how many college football teams are there? There are hundreds, yeah. right? Hundreds. Yep. You're telling me one of them doesn't have a good enough kicker to replace with 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 a female. I think it's ridiculous. I think we're outdated for this. And honestly, I, again, like I said, I want to see a chick in there kicking field goals, punts, kicks, everything above. And uh, it's it's this is far past. You know what's funny is that when I was watching it, like it made me realize like if you just put helmet and pads on on someone like you'll never know that it's not a guy like uh like cause she's she she's a female and and certainly has every the appearance of a normal girl but when she had the pads on if you hadn't told me i'm not sure i would have noticed at all you know how many dainty friends i have i got a buddy jared common friends of <laughs> common, common friend of ours if we put jared in some pads and some oversized football shoulder pads, march him out there. It's gonna look like Brian Urlacher. He would look worse than a lot of these than than, than she looked out Plus there this bald. weekend. I don't, I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> Put the ladies out there. I'm I think this at, is for I, the ladies. I'm looking at a couple of dainty friends right now. Of yeah, mine, right? I'm pretty dainty. <laughs> I think you'd be able to tell that I'm not a football player if you put pads on me personally. But she's a little more athletic. If you put than me. football pads on me. It would look like I was going out on Halloween dressed as a football player. Yeah. Like it looked like you had your older brother's pads. Yes. On. Yes. Probably the same for me. Put too. her in, man. I want to see this chick kicking. Kick or I would just look like a kicker. There's that too. So Digger the kicker. <laughs> who I sent a paycheck to this last week. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Uh we should probably let's just get into that then. Let's I, get to it. I got a bet board victory. Tyler and I had some uh some fireworks over the weekend. Yes. So, you know, we we do the bet board games. We, we get one almost every week at this point. You know, we're on week 14, and we've got 12 games between us. It's now tied 6-6, by the way. I took Iowa State. Tyler took Texas. It was basically a coin flip game because there were missed kicks from both both teams in that one. Really could have gone either way. And so after it after the game ended, uh, I fe- you know, the Cyclones got the win. I, f- I found a link to this, like, shitty song about, like, a Cyclone, and I sent it to Tyler. May I? <laughs> yeah, May go I ahead. interrupt? Take the stage. May I interrupt for just a half second here, okay? Yeah. Okay, so this is to set the story straight for Ryan, all the listeners, everyone who's tuning into this. The great, whole world. To the whole world. Who's tuning into this great rivalry that's blossomed over the last few weeks. So here's the history, right? It's sort of like ESPN (laughs) documentary, okay? Let me give you the quick history here. We have had 12 cumulative games between Will and I. Yep. All six of my games. Actually, that's not true. Maybe the Mississippi State game. That may have followed with a celebration. Yeah, I think there was one. I'm not sure. I think there was one. But of the six, of the six times I've won, I have sent Will one if, I don't even know if it's one. Maybe zero. No, it was one. There was it one. Was I one, remember. It was early on. One. Celebratory message, okay? One of six. Ryan, I don't know if you do your math. Do one divided by six. Let me know what that math is in terms of percentages. It's one out of six. It's yeah, a fraction. Well, I, I think it's, uh, what, 16%, <laughs> something like that? That the, Roughly, that, that amount of the time. Let me ask the uh, other producers here. Yeah. yeah get to it. <laughs> get our analytics guy on it. Whenever Will wins his games, which is now... Six, because we're tied. Six, six. There's been like four or five. It hasn't been everyone. I believe I've gotten four or five yeah. celebratory messages. Yes. 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 And so my whole thing this weekend, 
Saturday, I didn't have class. So for those who know, I'm taking a data science class right now to improve my handicapping skills. When that class is not going on, I drink. <laughs> and <laughs> Texas played at about, what was it? 10 a.m. Mountain time? Yeah, it, it might have been the 1.30 game. I can't remember. I think it was actually late, a little bit later. So early afternoon on Saturday. Yep. I'm watching Texas. I'm nice and drunk. I'm waiting for my money to collect. You bet on Texas. Yeah. Because Texas, in my opinion, was clearly the better team with clearly the worse coach. I mean, my God, if I put my dog out there with a set of series, what do you do, A or B, and she were randomly to pick A or B, they would have done so much better than the Texas Longhorns did this weekend making game time decisions. There was decision after decision after decision after decision that Tom Herman made that essentially took my money and lit it up into fire because although Will and I don't bet in dollars and cents, we bet in the bet board. That's what's fun about it. I had a nice little bet on the Texas Longhorns mm-hmm. and Texas started off well and halftime <laughs> they're doing well and third quarter, wait a minute, they're up four on the 20 and they go forward on fourth down instead of going up by seven. And miss it. And give it right back. Give up a touchdown. Gutsy call. So Gutsy let's call. just wrap this all up by saying, by time that Texas game ended, I'm at a 10. I'm pissed off. I'm drunk. Tyler's hot. I lost a lot of money. And wouldn't you know, just a few seconds after that game ends, here comes Will. <laughs> texting on his phone. Rubbing it in that he got the bet board win. And yes, Will, you can pick it up from here. Yeah. I was upset. Yeah, Tyler sassed me pretty quickly. It wasn't like insane. He, you know, there was nothing personal, but I got sassed. And uh, and you know what? I think, uh, first of all, I didn't know that you were betting on the game. I probably should have assumed it since you, since you picked it on the pod. Because a lot of times, you know, you'll give out a pick on the pod that you like, but you're not really sure if it's, if it's something you're going to actually right, put some right. money on. And so I should have assumed it. And, you know, look, I, it, it, these bet board games, they are just for bragging rights. And so, you know, if this was like, if you and I had bet real money, I never would have bragged if it was between the two of us. Uh-huh. But it's just for the uh-huh. bet board and for bragging rights. And so I thought it was like playful. It wasn't like, oh, I got you, you stupid asshole. It was just like, it was a song called Cyclone. And, but you're right. Either way, you're still right. I shouldn't have rubbed it in, especially when you have almost n- never done that. Never. Right? I don't think I've ever. Oh, I, no, you did do it the one time. I do did remember. I, did it was, I do it, it against Mississippi State? I, I think it was like the first or second bet board game of the been, year. If anything, it was Mississippi State because I took them. Hold on. <laughs> I took a team plus 17 points and they won. Well, I mean, yeah. if if we can go back back in the way way back machine, which isn't way way back, but yes. you were very high on Mike Leach, so I'm sure once you hit that, yes, you Indeed. were you know riding but again, high. It's not necessarily just about that. It's about the idea of rubbing it in when you know your friends lost money. Because here's the thing: is oh, wait, I, but I didn't know that. I bet will. I bet a lot of my buddies, right? Because what I'll do with a lot of my friends is take the vague away because. For those listeners who like betting college football, we know a lot of you guys do. If you take the VIG away, you know, a lot of you guys will bet, let's say, I don't know, 20 bucks a game, right? And if you like a team and you bet your favorite team minus, let's say, seven at minus 110, you pay 22 to win 20, 
right? That they'll win by seven. Right. Well, that 22 to win 20, that's all the house margin. That's how they make their money. If every bet in the world was you bet 20 to win 20, every bet would essentially be risk-free. I yeah. could bet you, Will. I could bet you, Ryan. I could bet Layla, my dog. And over the course of two or three or four years, we would end up dead even because you're risking a zero-risk bet by not giving up any house margin, right? right? So that's kind of the thing is when you talk about the house vig and what you're giving up and what you're expecting to get back – on an average game, it's nothing. But when we do our games, and now I'm adding money on top of it, that becomes something to where I'm betting into. Right. I have money in it. But like you said, I mean, I like you know, it, it would have been a bit if I knew you had money on. I never would have said a no, fucking exactly, thing because I exactly. even said it in the text response. He was like, "Dude, if like I'd rather lose a bet board game exactly. and have you win but, money." But my which point is, the is truth. but my point is that whenever I bet one of my friends. And whenever we have a zero risk bet, right? If I bet Will or Derek or whoever, and we're not risking the VIG, over the long period of time, you know you're going to break even. So there doesn't need to be any rubbing it in, <laughs> any texting, anything like that. Whenever I win a bet with one of my buddies, and it's like 20 to win 20, right? It's something small, something stupid. I Even then, I go... I'm not going to rub it in because they just lost $20 to me. Even though they didn't lose the house vague, even though it's, you know, over the long run, even money, I don't want to ru- want to rub it in. But I get Will here who <laughs> wins his bet. And the first thing he wants to do is go, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hand and up. And just start texting. And, and Hand up. Uh, yes. uh, it's on me. I, I, I admit fault. You were right. And you take and, and to your credit, shortly afterwards, you're like, look, I'm sorry, dude. I'm hot from from betting on this. And uh, and I knew you were. I knew it was fine. I knew we weren't kind of like problems coming into this. No, no we're gonna be fighting today. No problems. But uh, but no, hand up. You're right. That that is on me. And uh, and from now on, I won't brag because I will assume that if you're if it's a bet board game, you're gonna bet on it. Um, and to be honest, I'll expect you just to rub it in the next time you win one as some revenge. And, and which it I will won't be. do it. I won't. I'm above that. Well, I'm. Ex- I am <laughs> so above that. <laughs> I hope you're not. But we'll see. But either way, Iowa State. They get the win. They're in command in the Big Twelve. Yes. Uh, Texas, maybe now, you know, maybe the the uh, Tom Herman getting fired stuff is heating up. Maybe uh, you know, I did see classic college football rumor stuff about uh, Urban Meyer's wife looking for real estate in the area. Which really, honestly, when you hear that, you should assume it's actually not going to happen because every time I've ever heard the thing, like I remember a few years ago, it was like Nick Saban's wife is looking for real estate in the, in the Austin area. And that ended up being bullshit. I'm I, sure that report is bullshit. A couple of things. First off, you're forgiven. <laughs> Thank you. You, Thank you. if anything, I deserved it. You know, every bad bet I have, you can assume the listeners and you can assume I have money on that game, whether it's a little or whether it's real money, I have money on every game I bet that I give on this show, okay? Now, I told Will a couple weeks ago, I don't bet real money on games, and I don't. Like, we're talking hundreds, maybe sometimes dollars, but I always have some money on these things, and I think it's important to give games to the audience you feel good about. So that's one thing, okay? Now let's move on. Second thing, tracking someone's Zillow is is blasting someone's wife but, or like no an it's zillow like, because if it were me i look on zillow all the time it'd be like this guy's looking for houses in the the maldives how can you track a person on zillow though they like you can you oh, can I look up know. individuals ask anyone, will ask anybody what are you doing there are you okay i'll be right back yeah i'm gonna okay. go uh tyler's got a tinkle tyler's a little hot speaking of which actually smitty can you can you bring my uh headphones down just a smidge oh, sure. turn my headphones down just a little it's a little loud how about tyler huh he's upstairs now he's 
he's peeing. He was hot. He was hot. You know, it, it's uh, it's it's one of those it, with Walgy too. It's it's funny because uh, let me stop. Yeah, um, yeah, we're good. Because because a lot of friends you'll have. This was something that I appreciate about Tyler too. Is is he will he will let you know what he thinks like right away. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter. It doesn't matter if you're one of his best friends if he hardly knows you. For sure, he'll tell you what he thinks. And what's what's nice about it too is is he'll tell you what he thinks, and it's not you know he doesn't mean it personally yeah he's for sure it's it's just a complete no yeah just a you know outsider's perspective of what's right. going on um but no it, it's 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 just funny it wasn't like to. passive aggressive or anything like he he's he's out in the open with it and that's good but you know what's funny is that i do uh, to his credit he never gloats when it comes to gambling but like i can remember growing up as kids if we were playing basketball or something it's very much a different oh, story i used to hate him <laughs> yeah he was a gloater but not not about like gambling when money's on the line it's different but if it was just we're playing a pickup game maybe those things are different but uh he's back he's back in the studio he's feeling a little lighter but uh, anyway we should move on from that game the bet board is lighter. 6 you know to 6 I, you know what way i've gained i've gained weight lately because i want to go on survivor Mm. You guys know this, right? Yeah, dude, I love Survivor. I know, yeah, you're, yeah, you've always been a big Survivor. But I have guy. to weigh at least one seventy five to go on. It. You'll never come back. That kind of talk is not welcome here. <laughs> you know what? I will well, come back. I may come back a couple bug bites heavier, but I'm coming back. And I'm I don't back think that's what he means. Million dollars richer. Is that what you meant? Or did you mean he'll never? You'll never come back from from like uh, like if you try to, if you try to gain the weight, it's harder to get it. It's easier to gain it than it is to lose it. I don't he know if that's what you my meant. family then. My whole family. We're a bunch of string beans, that's man. That's true. Yeah. We're about, no, this can come back easier you than You got good genetics. Oh, for sure. You got good genetics. Yeah, dude. I can gain weight and take this thing off in a second. I just want to get on Survivor so bad. Um, oh, yo, I, 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 look, yo, you and I have our... I've, I've been very open. I'm going to get on Jeopardy one day. You're going to get on Survivor. We all... Like, Smitty, now you need a game show you got to get on. Is it going to be Prices Right? What are we talking? Yeah, right. Oh, God. Um, Ryan would be good Prices Right. Naked and Afraid? Man. It's not a game show. If I could be on Hot Ones. Oh, okay. No. That's awesome. I'd love you to see you on Hot Ones. On How far do you think you could make famous it? famous on something to be oh, on Hot Ones. All the you way. think you could make it all the way? I'd ask him for hotter stuff at the end. Oh, boy. That's brave. He's you know really, what I want to do on this show? We should make you do the one-chip challenge and see how tough you really Both are. Both of you guys all have right, claimed to be... <laughs> oh, boy. Don't say that. I want to do a... I'll do it. I want to do a, a test taste on here. And I think if I put, because who was it? Either someone was talking about, I'll have to go back and look, listen to the audio. Someone was talking about they could taste what kind of burgers were from a certain place or like water or fries or something. One of you guys was being so cocky saying, oh, I know when I get a Wendy's fries. I don't, I don't think it was on this show, but I've, I've seen that before that they're called the Try Guys. No, that's not what I'm talking no. about. Now, we can take a page out of their book. We can rip them off if we want to. Like a blind taste test of yes, French exactly, fries or something? Exactly. I could not do now, that for fries. I'll tell you guys what I can do. You guys can test me. I for sure can let you know the difference between Aquafina, Arrowhead, and Dasani. Well, Dasani tastes like shit. Everyone Dude, should be able to pick Dasani. Sucks. That's the I worst agree. water in the world. Dasani sucks. It's shit water that they like ran through a filter. All water. Yes, I'm yes. convinced it's like the CEO pisses into a jar and then it goes through <laughs> a filter and then he bottles it and he's making a racket. Any water taste test, I can certainly pass, no doubt. 
Yeah, I think I could, I mean I could definitely tell Dasani. I don't know if I could tell the difference between Arrowhead and something else, right. but uh, that's fair enough. I will, and I know we're getting. I know I know I'm, I'm walking over here a little bit. No, you're fine. But I know we're getting we're to next year. You know, kind of building the show a little bit, and I do have a tailgate tip of the day. Okay, are we okay for that right yeah. now? Yeah, yeah, give it. All right, now Ryan, Will, I want your feedback. Piss Let jar. me know if this is good or bad. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a All right, good no, one. Give me yours though. Yeah. All right, so here's my tailgate tip of the day, okay? okay? This will be number one of however many we do here because I think this should be a thing. Okay. Tailgate tip of the day. Bake or uh, uh, roast your bratwursts until they're almost black on the outside, okay? Everyone. Yeah. This, this is universal, whether you're using an outside cooker, inside, pressure cooker, whatever. What a lot of people do is they want to get their brats off when they still look like hot dogs. Folks, this is a big mistake. You want to char those bad boys up, get them crispy on the outside, nice and cooked on the inside. Then you can do whatever. You like mustard, ketchup, no ketchup. relish, That's bullshit. onions, whatever. My point is, though, whatever you want to do after it's cooked, that's good. But the main point here, anytime you're in a tailgate, there are far too many undercooked brats go out. And this is not actually about the undercooked brat. It's about the correctly cooked brat. Mm. And if you're going to get a brat cooked correctly, it can't be a little char on each side, a little bit on each side. It's got to be nice and done. So my one tailgate tip of the day, make sure your bratwursts are getting done fully. So this is what I do with my tailgate bratwurst. You boil them first so the inside gets cooked, Ooh. and then they finish them on the grill so they finish cooking on the inside, and then you get the crispy on That's the That's nice. That is nice. That's a good tip right there. I usually go for pretty heavy char, not always like fully charred, I but I agree. Char. Fully yes. char is good, but I will disagree. I, don't th- I, th- I feel like it should be a law that if you put ketchup on a brat, you go to jail. <laughs> that's my personal opinion. It's, it's mustard yeah. on a brat, and that's it. My point was, once it's done, it's yours to do that's what true. you choose to do it's with. It's a free country. Exactly, but... Just not if I was Supreme Leader. Honestly, I agree with Will. <laughs> I don't go with, with the ketchup on I'm anything. making some rules I if I become Supreme child, Leader. I was taught as a child, yes. If, if no 50 years, 30 years boy. from now, if whatever America is, and I'm Supreme Leader, you know, there's going to be some changes. <laughs> you know? There's going to be some changes to... Uh, to some tailgate rules, to brat rules, uh, good things stuff, like that. Good yep. stuff. Uh, well, we'll just uh, wrap up the the small news things. Uh, Michael Penix Jr., the quarterback for Indiana, really sad story. God, he he so tore his ACL. Tough. He's out for the year. So tough. Yeah, for sure. Especially when you consider that, you know, Indiana, even though they lost to Ohio State, if Ohio State can't play against Nebraska because of COVID stuff, so their game against Maryland got canceled. If they can't play against, uh, or no, it's not Nebraska. Oh, uh, Michigan State. Uh, if they if they're getting at Michigan State on Saturday, can't be played because of COVID. They would then be disqualified to play in the Big Ten championship game because you have to you have to have played a certain percentage of of full games in order to qualify. And then Indiana would be in the driver's seat. And so, really, really big loss for Indiana to lose Michael Penix Jr. That sucks for him. I've said this once, and I'll say it again. And I really believe this, guys. If you're out there and you think I'm crazy. Let me know. We're on Twitter at uh, CFB, CFB Weekly. Weekly. Thank you, Will. CFB Weekly. But I believe that when you get down to the quarterback position, both the NFL and college football, it means so much more than people want to give credit to, right? We look at Trevor Lawrence. He goes out for Clemson. They lose to Notre Dame. Like, there's a reason that happens. There's yeah. a reason 
why a great quarterback can come in and change a program on a dime. I honestly think this happens this weekend. I think we see the changes when he misses the game. Michael Penix Jr., that is. Misses the game. You know, whether Indiana plays or not, whatever happens the rest of the season, we're going to see this team decline and fall off the map. Now, I don't think this is not some declaration for Indiana to be in the playoffs or Indiana's a better team than we think or anything like that. But I think this means that when you have your quarterback, pro football, college football, and they get hurt, your season suddenly gets derailed. And there's not a lot that you can do. So Michael Penix Jr., out for the year. It's not good news for Indiana, but this is another reminder how important quarterback is whether you're at Alabama or Indiana. For sure. And we're picking the IU game coming up, so we're going to see how we both feel about his loss uh, when they play Wisconsin. Uh, LSU star wide receiver Terrence Marshall, he opted out. Um, he's just going to get ready for the NFL. He's been having a huge year. Can't really blame him. LSU season's been uh, pretty bad, and I think he just wants to make sure he doesn't get hurt or get COVID or anything before the draft. Right. right. Wait, you could opt out mid-season? Yeah. Yeah, oh, really? either. Yeah. He just wow. did. Oh, okay. Probably just got a fat check from some agent or something and is like, whatever, dude, I'm out of here. <laughs> All right. Um, so good for him. Um, and so, you know, one other p- note I had after watching on Saturday. So obviously uh, COVID, you know, has really fucked up this season. We've had so many canceled games. Uh, the season has still been a blast, but it f- just hasn't been, you know, look, the stadiums have been empty in a lot of places, not full. Uh, it's really sucked. But I, I was really thinking like what, uh, what has made – a bigger impact negatively on this season overall. And to me, it's you got blue blood programs that are struggling. So uh, I put together some numbers here. So LSU, they're national champs last year. One of the best college football teams of all time. They're three and four. Penn state finally got a win. Michigan's two and four. Michigan state's two and three. Stanford one and two. Florida state two and six. Mississippi state two and six. Ole Miss four and four. Nebraska one and four. Utah 0-2. Those are all teams, if you roll back the clock just two or three years, all these teams are in a really, they're in a a completely different state. They're winning a lot of games. Their combined record right now is 18-40. and And I know that, you know, uh, they're not important to everybody, but I do think it negatively affects college football when you have so many of these teams that people are usually eager to see just struggling and being bad. But there's also a lot of good teams who are doing very well. Yeah, that's definitely true. So, so Cincinnati, Coastal wonder, Carolina. Yeah, is, is it the natural flow of college football? Or is yeah, it definitely. More, I, I, I do think it seems like uh, it's it's uh, we haven't seen like this many big programs all struggling. Like We don't normally expect all of those teams to struggle at once. But you're right. It has created opportunities for Indiana to have a good year and for... You know, for the Florida Gators, they're having a really good year. You know, uh, we got new fans of the Chanticleers. We got new fans of Cincinnati. BYU is having a great year. But, you know, those are programs that I, I think a lot of average college football fans, they want to tune in to see how Florida State is playing, how Stanford's doing. And, and, and it sucks that there are, you know, a lot of those teams are struggling. Yeah, I know. But still, there's a lot of teams close to the top who are doing very well. And I think it's okay. You yeah. know, I, I like to see Ohio State. Clemson, Alabama, yeah, <laughs> all of our well, they're teams. doing fine. Exactly, they're <laughs> doing just okay. So the Final Four this year probably going to be all right. Uh, speaking of Final Four, let's get into our uh, playoffs. So you know we record on Mondays typically. Uh, th- we're doing Tuesday, but so let's a quick reaction to last week's playoff rankings. The only real notes I had is that you know I, even last week I had said BYU doesn't deserve to make the playoff because they chickened out of a game against Washington, and I still don't think they are a top four team, but 
they got shafted in the first playoff rankings. They were 15, and that's way too low. I mean, they were, you know, Cincinnati's in the top 10, but BYU's not, even though BYU's blowing out everyone they play. I mean, Miami at number 10 was laughable, I think. They've beaten nobody, and they got, like, face-fucked by Clemson. So I don't really get why why they're at number 10 and you're going to put BYU at 15. I have the new rankings, by the way. Do you want to see them? Oh, they're out? They came out? I okay, have them. Let's hear it. Right here. Okay. Well, here we go. We got uh, Alabama number one, Notre Dame two, Clemson three, Ohio State four, A&M uh, and Florida five and six. So nothing has changed there. Cincinnati at seven, Georgia at eight, Iowa State at nine, Miami still at 10, but Iowa State jumps into, they jump up four spots. Um, Oklahoma, Indiana, BYU only at 13. So they're up one from from 14. I thought they were 15 last week. Whatever. Either way. And then, uh, you know, Northwestern drops out. What could be more Northwestern than beating, you know, beating uh, the, the shit out of Wisconsin and jumping up <laughs> in the ten- and then losing to Michigan State? Nothing could be more Northwestern right? than that. I you can't know what believe I mean? they lost to Michigan State. Yeah, dude. it was brutal. And, like, there were, you know, we didn't have as many marquee games last week, but we did have, you know, the Notre Dame, uh, Notre Dame looked great against North Carolina. Tyler, you were spot on on that, on that handicap. You said Notre Dame would, would you know show up and prove to everyone that they are you know they should be considered uh, top four team and and they held North Carolina a really good offense team scoreless in the second half. Believe it or not, I had a great weekend last weekend in college football. Just not it the was Texas. just our uh, <laughs> it's just not the Bet Texas game. game exactly. Right. No, Notre Dame was one of my bigger ones. I yep. thought and look. When you look at the Notre Dame game against Pittsburgh, everything went how I thought it would. Or uh, excuse me, uh, uh, NC, or UNC. UNC. Thank yeah. you. They controlled the clock. Yep. They ran the ball. Yep. They looked good in the second half. I mean, it was all predictable. But UNC is a good team. I like really good Mac team. Brown and Dude, a great Mac offense. Brown's a good coach. Yeah, he's a good big sure. game yeah, coach too. Exactly. So yeah, that was big. Oregon State beating Oregon. That was huge. I couldn't believe the Beavers pull off the upset. And when was the last time they've beaten the Ducks? Honestly, I, it's been a long time. It's been a, a really long time. Uh, that was a big matchup. Um, the other Friday night game that we had was, or that was also Iowa State Texas. Like a lot of the big games were Friday, and then you move on to Saturday. We had the Iron Bowl. We had Pittsburgh Clemson. They they cover A uh, and M LSU wasn't very exciting. Florida Kentucky. There weren't too many exciting games on Saturday, unfortunately. Right. Um, but you know, uh, Michigan. By the way, they they gave Penn State their first win. Uh, Michigan's been really good at putting other teams in the win column this year. That was pretty embarrassing. Dude, um, how bad is Michigan? They're really bad, man. They're really what is really happening? Bad. Uh, I think it's a combination of a lot of things. I think that they they've given up. I think that that once they got a couple of their you know bad losses, I think the team spirit definitely died down. I knew it was going to be kind of a rebuilding year because they had four new offensive linemen, a new quarterback. Uh, they were losing a lot on defense. The defense is worse than I ever could have imagined. Um, it's bad. It's really bad. And you look back, you know, it's a shitty excuse because every team goes through this. But, you know, you look back like three years ago, Michigan kind of had like a really bad off-year recruiting. Harbaugh usually puts together really good recruiting classes. And you look back three years ago, they had like a really bad year where they missed on a lot of right, g- key right. guys. And I think you're seeing that this year. And the stupid thing is that I, uh, my prediction, I don't think Harbaugh is going to get fired because I don't think they'll 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 fire him unless they have a big name to bring in, you know, someone like Matt Campbell or whatever. And I just don't think that's going to happen. I, honestly, I think they're going to give him an extension because he's only got one more year left on his deal, and he can't recruit if he's a coach in his last year of his deal. No, no kid's going to go there with that kind of uncertainty. 
I think they're going to extend him because he's got a really good recruiting class this year coming together, and they're just going to hope, you know, maybe they fire Don Brown, bring in a new defensive coordinator. Don Brown needs to be fired immediately. Dude, I, I kind of agree, <laughs> oh and it sucks because if you look two, three years ago, you would have said that's the most insane thing, predicting he'd get fired because his defenses were insane, and now they're terrible. I mean, everyone's getting yards on Michigan. Dude. It's so bad. He's like the old man trying to tell you <sighs> that hard candy is still good on it Halloween. It just sucks because I love his mustache. He's just such a like a dude that I want to hang out with. He's the old man but... who gives out hard candy on Ugh, Halloween. It's rough. He gives those caramel hard candies, those really weird ones. Yeah. You like know? the 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 what are they, the barrel ones? Yes. Yeah. That's what he like gives. Like the root beer barrels? He gives the root beer barrels. And the butterscotch? For, for Halloween. Yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, you kids sure don't like it. You don't know what it was like in the 70s. Well, he's got a Boston accent, too, so it makes it funny. Oh, oh look at the Irish. That's the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst Boston accent I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, think, my gosh. I think you were work, looking for Werther's original. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one. Oh, yeah. That's definitely the one. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, uh, real quick, let's do because the playoff the playoff rankings are out. I'm just going to give you how I think the final prediction is going to go, and I think okay. everyone here's got a list together. Um, my final prediction is Bama one, Clemson two. I think they beat Notre Dame what? in the ACC rematch. I think they an uh, ACC championship rematch. I think Clemson wins, and Ohio State will be three. Even if Ohio State can't qualify for the Big Ten championship game, if they're undefeated, I think they get in at three, and. I think that Notre Dame goes four over Texas A&M, over Florida. You know, Florida would have lost to Alabama in this scenario anyway, but I think even if A&M's undefeated, the reason why Notre Dame gets in over A&M, uh, even though they would have lost to Clemson right then, is because the committee is not going to want to see Texas A&M versus Bama rematch. They want to see something. They're, they're going to want to bring something new because we've already seen Texas A&M lose to Alabama. So we'd see Notre Dame versus Bama as the one four seed, and then Clemson Ohio State rematch from last year in the two three. I've got Alabama number one, Florida number two. Oh, wait. because Florida beats Alabama. Well, then wouldn't NBA. Florida be one instead over? No. The, no. How are they going to do that? How, how are they going to have that game just happen and Bama gets the one? Because over? the committee, it'll be like thir- like thirty three, thirty two. Oh, That's ridiculous I think thing. you're crazy. And the committee's going to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Alabama's number one, Florida. No number way. two. No way. I think Notre Dame three, Clemson four. So wait. So then, who wins in the rematch? None of this makes any sense. How does Clemson wins in the rematch? Well, then once again, it, it, okay. Even if that happens, then it's got to be Florida one, Bama two, Clemson three, you Notre win Dame four. The rematch. Why does the rematch have more value? Because that's than the, the first recent game. game. We literally just saw it. That no, would be the last no, game both no. those teams played. Alabama will end. <laughs> Tyler's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what do you think? Honestly, it's, it's really hard to say. I, I, I think uh, the, the top four that we have right now all um, – well, I guess Notre Dame and Clemson would have to play What about Ohio right? State? Ohio State's us to play. The thing, the thing that bothers me and what, what makes us <laughs> so – Wisconsin? The thing that, that makes us Maybe. so hard is Ohio State's played four games, and right. I really like Florida. They played – Eight games and they're seven and one. I don't right. know how you don't put them in the well, top but four. If they lose to Bama in the in the SEC championship game, okay. Then well, it, what if they win? Is, is, if they is, win, is, is then Florida Bama and Florida get in, and maybe Ohio State. So I say. Out. So I, I I say okay. <laughs> let's say just playing devil's advocate here. Florida beats Bama in the SEC championship, right? So yes. we'll go. 
Florida won at that we'll point, go right? No, Alabama still won. That's insane. That's the Will stupidest thing ever. insane. You, you can't have them lose a game and stay number one. But then you have to wonder about Notre Dame and Clemson. So it, it, it's I, – I, I honestly, I, I can't give you a top four right now because it's, it's really so confusing to me. But I honestly think, and this is my bold – prediction ohio state's left out of the college football playoff yep, yep. i like it left out i would enjoy that as personally as a michigan fan uh, i just don't think it's gonna happen let's start um off. all right let's do trivia we're gonna do trivia before best bets we have best bets coming later we're not gonna start beating off tyler uh <laughs> we're gonna keep our pants on uh, Dude, i have some good questions let's really okay, me folks, too let's really i have, don't know what that means for you though because sometimes have, your good questions are insane no i have such good questions all right, well i got four questions i got two that are college football trivia and two that are local colorado trivia all of mine are college football trivia. i love it okay all of them okay none gonna, of mine are i'm gonna go first here's the first one also i'll give this one to uh to both of you so which school holds the record for the longest winning streak in college football. It's a 47 games in a row streak from 1954 uh, to 1957. Hold, hold on. But before we do this, can we have like buzzers? Do you want to get a buzzer, Walchie? Give me a good or bad. Uh, correct or incorrect. What do we got on the soundboard here? There we go. That's, that's, that's definitely good. good. That's for correct. What about incorrect? Perfect. All right. Perfect. Now I'm going to go. We'll rephrase the question. Okay. So this team Fine. holds the current record for the longest winning streak in college football history, which is 47 games in a row, 47 wins in a row, and it took place from 1954 to 1957. <sighs> and if you need a hint, I can give you one. No, I don't want a hint. Okay. I want to win on my own. Okay. University of Oklahoma. Let's go That's a win. Sooners. That's a win. Sayo. Yes. Ayo. Very nicely done. The Sooners. Ayo. Okay. All right. So get, give one of your questions. No, you give me the rest of yours. I okay. want to know right. now. Okay. I'm on fire. All right. Here we go. Uh, what quarterback holds the record for most pass attempts in a single game in college football history? And I'll give you the number. Are you fucking kidding Wait, me? First of all, just guess what the number is for most pass attempts in a game. 72. Yeah, I go, I go 68. The record is 89. Holy cow. Okay. Um, he, and this person who is the winner, I'll get, this might help you out a little bit. He broke the previous record, which was held by Drew Brees. His previous record was Drew Brees in 1998 for 83. This particular player broke it in 2013 with 89 pass attempts. I think I have an answer. Okay. Graham Harrell. Not correct. Sorry. Tyler, do you have a guess? What year? 2013. 2013. Look, not a big name, so I'll give you another hint. It's a Pac-12 school. Would I know him? Uh, maybe. Uh, it's a Pac-12 school, and it was in a loss. This game, the 89 pass attempts in a 62 to 38 what loss year? to Oregon, 2013. Can I give another guess? Yeah, Gardner Minshew. No, he wasn't there in 2013. Oh, but damn. you're on the right track. It is a Washington State quarterback. Oh, I think I know who it is. Okay, who? Luke Falk. No. There. I, no one's gonna get it. It's Connor Holiday. Halliday. Because no one knows. He, I think he was like the, there the first or second year that I Mike was Leach about was there. To say, Connor Halliday. Yeah, I'm sure you were. Uh, 89 pass attempts. They lost 62 <laughs> to 38. Wow. There we go. That's all I got for college football trivia. That's so, all? Well, no, I got two more. There's You're not college so football. so weak. All right, then give us some of yours. What do you got? All right, let's give some. Are right, you guys ready? Did you wipe your ass with that paper? Why Dude, is it I so spilled. crinkled? I spilled on my <laughs> desk oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh all right, Ryan, give me some uh, award music here. Give me, give me a little intro here. Give me something. 
Now this. No, so my questions weren't worthy. This is okay. what we need for the award-winning questions. Yeah, well, yours were not even close to worthy. Hang on, let's let this play out. Let's let this play out. Cheers to the good questions. Coming up. All right. Work together. Yeah. The state with the most FBS teams. All right, well, my initial thought, most FBS football teams, right? This is strictly football. Yes. My initial thought is it's got to be one of California, Texas, or Florida. That's my initial thought because I don't think any other states are going to have the kind of... My head immediately went to Florida. Yeah, I think... I mean, California's got a lot of state schools too, and so does Texas. Shit. I know. Um, all right, well, here's what we do. You and I each guess one of those three. Oh. And that way it covers our bases. So you you want to go with Florida? I'll go Florida. I'm going to take California. Wrong. Is it Texas? Play the wrong sound effect, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Yeah, this this counts as gloating after your wins, does it not? <laughs> Texas. Damn it. Texas oh. has 12. Texas has the most state schools for football. <sighs> Shit. In Division One. Okay. Question number two. In 2004, which running back finished second in the Heisman voting? Also, little key, he was the youngest player at the time to finish the highest at that time. What A- is it, Adrian Will? Peterson. Ryan? I was going to say Lendell White. Will is... Correct. Boom. Hey, bingo. Adrian Peterson in 2004. He was a freshman, in the right? Heisman, yes. Yeah. Wow, really? Freshman and he finished second. Yeah, Damn. behind. Wasn't it to his quarterback, Jason White? I don't remember. I think that's who won it. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. College football. Good college football knowledge here. Which award is given every year to the best quarterback? Mm. And uh, I'll give you guys a hint. I, I think I know the what it is. The Dick Buckus Award is, is given to the best linebacker. <laughs> is that a hint? Yeah. <laughs> I think thanks it's the... For, thanks for laying that is out it for the, us. <laughs> is it the Maxwell Award? No. Damn it. I have I'm no, trying to I remember no playing NCAA. Honest, the Davey O'Brien Damn Award Damn is given to the best quarterback okay. every year. All right, next I question. No idea. All right, staff. Who is... The first Alabama player ever to win the Heisman. Forrest Gump. He did so <laughs> in 2009 as a running back. Mark Ingram. Nice job, Will. Boom. Nice job. Ryan, a little sound effect? Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's why he's he's the smartest college footballer. Smartest exactly. person in the world, he said. All right, smartest now, person now in the world. here's Thank the one many. where we separate the... the the, the wheat from the chaff. Yeah, the wheat from the chaff. Or like I used to say, the wheat from the... White shake? bread? The wheat bread from the white bread? From the Sarah Lee white bread. <laughs> name, both of you together, name the five D1 schools that don't have university in their name. There are five D1 schools that don't have university in their name. Okay. Please name them. I think I know 
I'm I, I there's got to be some service academies in there. So I'm gonna go. Yep. Every Air Force, single one. It's all of them. All three. Air Force, Navy. Air Force Army. Academy, Naval Academy, Army West Point. Yep. Now there's two other schools. The Citadel. Nope. Damn it. Because that is the Citadel University. Damn it. There are two schools. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait. Would you guys like a hint? Yes, I would. They are both in the ACC. Syracuse? Nope. That is SU. Georgia Tech. Georgia. Correct, Will. Correct, Will. For Um, one, right? Give him a correct sound effect on here. There we go. That's like an institute, isn't it? It's Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech is one of them. Um, You have one left. Which college does not have university in the name? I know it's in the ACC. In the ACC, I know you guys can get this. I want to say Clemson, but I think it's Clemson University. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's not Duke either, because Duke is Duke University. How are we fucking this up? There's only so many teams (laughs) in the ACC. Um, Should I give a hint? Yes. It is in Massachusetts. Oh, Boston College. Yes, sir. Boston College uh, does not have university in the name. I the wouldn't have gotten schools, that without the hint. I the Naval wouldn't. Academy, Air Force Academy, West Point, Boston College, and Georgia Tech. Love it. Wow, those, those are some pretty good those are good. questions. Yeah. Wow, yeah. you, you really did your homework there. And then, hey, you guys want more for fun? Yeah. For fun? Yeah, yeah. A little, for little fun. fun. Give me, anyone out there listening, give me the official name of Virginia Tech. You mean the name of the school? What their school is named. Virginia Technical Institute. Nope. Ryan, you're never going to get it. You're thinking, but you're never going to get it. Virginia Technical Institute of Agriculture and Mechanical. The Virginia (laughs) Polytechnic Institute and State University. Wow. Well, Vatech is a lot cleaner. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, all right, so Smitty, what go. do you got? They is go. I love it. Those are great questions. Uh, mine are much less serious. Yeah, let's do it. I like it. <laughs> all right. Um, so we're going to go with a little, now that uh, we have entered the month of the Christmas season. Yeah. I have some Christmas trivia for you. Specifically. Oh, Christmas. Specifically Christmas movie. Ooh. Trivia. Yes. All love right. It. All right. So, in the original Santa Claus movie, 1994 edition, Tom Allen, Allen, as we we mentioned last week, um, who plays the character of Neil Miller? And if you need a reminder, Neil is the uh, boyfriend of Tim Allen's ex-wife yeah. who only wants a weenie whistle. Okay. <laughs> the weenie whistle. Okay. I don't know his name, but I know that he's the uh, the close talker in Seinfeld. Same actor. Yeah. What's his name? I don't know. I, I I won't know his name at all. But he's he's the close talker. Uh, Tyler's like Googling. Yeah, don't be looking it up, Pretending bro. like he's thinking. <laughs> Just tell us. Who is it? There's no, no way you're no, going to no, remember. No. I think I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> he just Googled it. Just tell us, Smitty. <laughs> it's Judge <laughs> Reinhold. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. You're such what a were you gonna, That's what I was going to say. All right, Judge uh, Reinhold. Artificially His first name these, is Judge? Judge. Okay. Interesting. Officially during these trivia, will you close this computer for me? <laughs> All right. Second question. Tyler getting an edge. In the- uh, I always need an edge. In the uh, recreation of The Grinch That Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey, 
He's walking up and explains to Max, after collecting several bags of hazardous waste, that one man's chemical waste is another man's potpourri. Mm. What does he think potpourri is? Cologne? No. I don't know. I haven't seen that in a while. Dinner. He thinks it's some kind of soup. Some kind of soup. All right, that uh, uh, judge allows I'll, I'll, it. I'll take dinner. We'll allow yeah, it. Yeah, dinner's good. Some kind of soup is dinner. All judge right. Reinhold allows it. <laughs> All right, in a Christmas story, Ralphie's dad has a big problem with a bunch of bloodhounds that run into his house all the time. Who are the neighbors that own those bloodhounds? Oh, I got no idea. No? That was never one of my favorites. Ruthie and Timmy. Their last names were the Bumpuses. The Bumpuses. That's a good name. <laughs> Remember in college when I used to take a Bumpus of that here or there. R rated. R rated. All right. And the last one. Oh, he has more. He's got more. It's the last one. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yes. And this is one of these characters is actually played by Julia Louis Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. What are their their first names? Oh, it's like, uh, I can't remember, but I I can vividly they see say the it, scene. They say it in the movie, yeah. Yeah, Margot. That's one. Tyler's got Google open. Dude, this whole thing is a sham. Right, I, I do over. not. I regret apologizing for gloating for the win over over Texas. It's, it's over. Big time booze. <laughs> Tyler suspended six games for PEDs. It's Todd and Margo. Todd and Margo. Todd, you're done, dude. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler officially just, cut off. I might just cut your mic and yeah. Well, if it, well if he certainly cut show. off from beers uh, for the yeah. show. That's for sure. Ah. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, no. Best, let's do best bets. Yes. You ready? Let's go. All right. Uh, first up, Clemson at Virginia Tech, uh, the Virginia Polytechnical Institute and <laughs> University of Virginia. Uh, Clemson, 21 and a half point road favorites. The Hokies are four and five, and they've lost three straight. The offensive production in those three games have been worse. Each week, now they got to face a Clemson team that's motivated and just put 52 points on one of the better ACC defenses in Pitt. Uh, the Hokies secondary is really bad, and they're giving up five yards per carry uh, against the run as well. That's not good when you talk about a Clemson team that can just score 60 uh, like it's nothing. I like Clemson laying the points, even though it's a big number. I think this could mark the end of the Justin Fuente era in Blacksburg. Give me Clemson minus 21.5. Yeah, I'm in no position to fake Clemson here. Look, Clemson has been one of the better teams last week. Running the football, throwing, the Tigers are simply better. This is not the week where I want to jump on, fade Clemson, make sure they don't do what they normally do. Look, guys, if you want to fade a good team like Clemson, like Alabama, you have to have a reason for doing so. I think this week presents us really no good window to make our bet. Therefore, we'll hop on Clemson, give up a lot of points, and there you go. Okay, love it. We got the game day game up next. Liberty at Coastal Carolina. Game day at Coastal Carolina. We got the teal turf. This is their first time there. I'm excited about this one. I'm probably more excited about this game than any of the right, right, right. this sure. weekend. Yeah, like, hell this, yeah. This is a great game. Liberty, unfortunately, not undefeated because they lost to uh, NC State uh, last week or the week before that, uh, uh, two weeks ago. 
Uh, but either way, you know what's funny is that I've been operating under the assumption that Liberty was a Sunbelt team this whole year. That's how little I knew about <laughs> Liberty. I even I remember saying in the past couple of shows they were going to meet in the Sunbelt Championship. Liberty's undefeated, so or excuse me, uh, they are uh, independent. So excuse They're me. They're so independent. B- big, time, <laughs> big time whoops on that. But either way, excited for this matchup. These two teams, they're really similar statistically. They average nearly identical rushing and passing yards per game, uh, yards per play. They both score are averaging 38 points per game, and they're both within two points. Uh, they're within two points of the points per, per game that they give up on defense. They're really similar. Um, Coastal's at home and undefeated, but I just don't see why they're seven-point favorites, especially when I think that Liberty's played a tougher schedule in Coastal Carolina. Um, I really love the Chanticleers. Uh, they've been one of my favorite teams to watch this year. They've kind of made me a fan of the program, and they continually find ways to win games, but I just can't justify them giving up seven in this matchup. It's too many points. Ah! I'm, ta- I'm taking Hugh Freeze and Liberty. Ah! No bet board, is ah! <laughs> No. I hoped we had a bet board game here. I agree with Will. Everything you said. You know, look, the Chanticleers are good. Not that good. You can't give up that many points against a team like this. And yep. I think we're going to get a game that's very close, very good, and no, Will, I can't push the button on this game. Okay, that's a shame. Uh, We will move on. Rivalry game here. Florida going at Tennessee, currently 17-point road favorites. Um, You know, look. Oh, my God, he's taking Florida. There are are three kind of sure things right now in in college football you can count on. It's Wisconsin losing when they're at Northwestern, Michigan losing to Ohio State, and Tennessee losing to Florida. The Vols have have lost 14 of the last 15 matchups between these two rivals, 2016 being the only win since 2004. Tennessee, they were 2-0 and and feeling great, and then the dam broke against Georgia, and they've been getting the shit kicked out of them ever since to the tune of five straight losses by double digits. Their pass defense is really bad. They're allowing 67% completion percentage to opposing quarterbacks, and that's the worst possible thing you could have against the Heisman frontrunner Kyle Trask and the Gators offense. That is so good. They were disappointed. They only scored 34 on Kentucky on Saturday. Um, I think the Gator fans are going to be doing the chomp often on Saturday. I think they score a ton of points. I'm taking Florida minus 17. Okay, let me ask you a question, Will. Yeah. At what number would you not take Florida? Let's 26. say <laughs> 26. Does no one listening who understands how lines work Cringe at this. Guys. Hey, I'm square. I admit the it. The line is 17. Uh-huh. Will is saying he'll take all the way up to 26. So what do we say? Here's what I, here's where I go. Look, I know Florida's better. I understand Florida's got a better team, better coaching staff, better all around. But guess what? This is a rivalry game. This is a game where one team in Tennessee will treat this like the national championship. Every penalty, every play, every down will be evaluated to that grade. I'll take Tennessee plus 17 points Bet board. to keep this close and make this a game. Hell Let's go, Tennessee. Yes. Hell yes. By the way, Alabama-Auburn was a rivalry game last week, and we saw how that went, so it doesn't necessarily mean it. But, hey, I don't, I'm don't. i not like, hating on your pick here. I just like the Gators in this one. Uh, we next got up. The ga- we got Tennessee 
Plus 17. Let's go. You better believe I'm sending a text after that. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, it's Colorado going on the road to Arizona. What an asshole, Tyler. What an I asshole. said just kidding. Relax. Uh, Colorado going on the road to Arizona. Your Buffaloes. This game opened up with the Buffs a three and a half point favorite. It's all the way up to seven and a half now. Tyler, the Buffs are undefeated. They're three and zero against the spread. I love their offense. I think the defense is improving. And most importantly, I got zero faith in Kevin Sumlin, who has Arizona 0-3 and looking terrible. I think the Buffs train continues to roll. I'm taking the Buffs minus 7.5. Let's make something very clear. No matter what team you like, no matter what team you hate, no matter who you bet on or bet against, any given college football weekend, you have to keep in mind, these spreads are determined by people who really don't know much about the program, right? They're trying to predict... What's going to happen with this program? What's going to happen with this line? And we always talk about value. And I think value is so important. When you get a team who should be minus seven and they're giving up minus five because of recent results, things like that, that's a good thing. What you get here with CU and Arizona is a lack of of value on CU. This thing opened up three and a half. It's moved seven and a half. I don't recommend anybody, anybody go bet Colorado minus seven and a half. That's too many points. That's simply too many for me to feel comfortable with. Now, here's the thing. If this line goes back to where it opened up and you get Colorado minus three and a half, Go make that bet all day. Minus four, four and a half, five, five and a half, six, all the way up to six and a half. Because you get a better team who is right now overrated. And Will, I love Colorado. I say this all the time, and I love CU. But if you take CU right now, minus seven and a half, I think you're crazy. So you're going to take Arizona? Is this a bet board? I'm taking Colorado minus seven buying the points. Okay. Anything, so you don't want the half point. Anything else, I'm running away. I'm not for sure going to bet on Arizona. I'm not going to bet on the Wildcats, but I also don't want to bet on Colorado minus seven and a half points for a team, frankly, who has not proven they can pull away from anybody. So I like CU. I like CU to win. But when you get up on the, on the, on the range of swallowing seven and a half points, I like CU. Not Just not at the number. Points. Yeah, I mean, we, we missed the value with that much movement. Even still, if I'm forced to it, I, I like the buffs there, minus seven and a half. Moving on, uh, Indiana at Wisconsin. So this game opened up with uh, Wisconsin a ten and a half point home favorite. It's now up to 14. Uh, no Michael Penix Jr. for Indiana. We talked about that. He's done for the year. They got Jack Tuttle, who's a transfer quarterback from Utah. He got a little bit of action last week after uh, Penix went down. He went five for five, uh, but you know, not a huge sample size. Obviously, um, he was a four-star guy coming out of high school, highly you know touted recruit, but yet to be seen uh, what he really looks like uh, playing in college football. Um, Wisconsin, they're coming off the loss to Northwestern, had their game against Minnesota canceled. Indiana, their you know their offense. It's relied heavily on the pass game and their bigger matchups. And without Penix, you do have to wonder if they can take deep shots, if they can get the ball to their good receivers, Wap Fillier, Ty Freifogel. Uh, the Badgers, they've won 10 straight against Indiana, and they've been mostly blowouts, but no games since 2017. And that's kind of when Tom Allen really started to get improvement from this Indiana team. So we don't have uh, a, a great 
you know, measurement for this matchup for what, uh, you know, the Indiana team that we've seen recently. Um, to me, you know, look, I don't think Indiana is going to win this game. I think Wisconsin's got a lot to play for, even though I believe they are eliminated just from the games that have been canceled from playing in the Big Ten Championship game. I still think they have, you know, a lot to play for with young guys. They want to prove they're still good, but this is just too many once it's climbed up to 14. Indiana's defense is still very good. They fight hard. They're well coached. I, I think the Hoosiers keep it close enough to cover. I'm going to take the Hoosiers plus 14. Plus 14? Yeah. Uh, no. No, we'll go away. <laughs> he wanted it. He wanted it, but you know I what? Did. The booze couldn't overcome the gambling brain. Oh, that's the gambler in him. He just wants it to sit. I know. I know. I did. No, it's really the gambler in him that kept him away. I think that's what it is. He wanted it, but he's not going to take it. That's fair. Look, there's too many question marks probably with with uh, Penix being out. But uh, I just no, it's not Penix. It's Wisconsin. I don't know how good this team is. Yeah, I've been saying true. for weeks now. We don't know how good this Wisconsin team is at all. It's not Indiana. Not Penix. Not. 14 and a half points or 14, 14. whatever, that's a lot to give up. And yeah. I'm not about to do that on the whim. So okay. I have to feel good if I'm giving up 14, not the right spot. All right, fair enough. Uh, going to the SEC, Texas A&M going at Auburn. Aggies a seven-point road favorite, opened three and a half. Uh, they're still kind of flying under the radar. I know they're ranked fifth or sixth or whatever in the playoff rankings, but no one's really talking about them when they're... They they're, crush here. They crush here. They're definitely a team that can sneak into the playoffs. They might crush here. We'll see. I mean, seven, seven's a... You know, it's a big number, but it's not insane. Um, they just need to beat Auburn in Tennessee, and then they got that real shot to get in the playoff. Uh, I think Auburn... You know, Auburn, they got the shit kicked out of them by an Alabama team that didn't even have Nick Saban on the sideline. This Auburn team goes as Bo Nix goes, and although the A&M pass defense... Hasn't really been special. It's solid. Uh, the real talent of this defense, though, is against the run. They're maybe the best run defense in the country, which is good for them in this game because they can take away the run game of Auburn, get an early lead, force Bo Nix to beat you. I don't have faith in him doing that. Um, I don't know how much fight is left in this Auburn team after losing to Alabama. I like the Aggies minus seven. I love I love the Aggies minus seven. <laughs> <laughs> Tower I- seeing pink elephants. <laughs> Oh, wow. No, I love him, man. I, I think Auburn is a bad team. Bo Nix now, I mean, how long has it been? I gave up, what, week three, week four on Bo Nix? Like, we need to understand, move the page, turn the page. He's going to be replaced very soon. Yeah. And I think Texas A&M, seven points? This is short. This is very short to me. This is to me, the market looks at one team like they should be in one place, right? A&M. And another team, like they are in one place, Auburn. It's like, no, we have further movement to decide. A&M, better than a lot of people think. Auburn, worse than a lot of people think. Therefore, let's go Aggies. Okay, love it. And last but not least, Alabama at LSU. This should have been a big matchup, but LSU's been struggling. A revenge game for Alabama, again, we don't get, we don't see that all the time. You know, people might remember Coach O after beating Alabama last year. He said, he said, roll tired, what, fuck you, in the locker room afterwards. You know, and that got leaked. Um, you know, Nick Saban doesn't get a lot of opportunities to to uh, motivate his guys using revenge. And for this time, he can. Uh, LSU, they're bad. Bama's great. I know that's like a really simple way to look at it, but they have a reason to run up the score. You know, they need the style points. You got no Terrence Marshall for LSU. Uh, you know, the line is huge. But Bama continues to win by big margins. They're top five nationally in win margin. 
Uh, 29 and a half is a big number. I still, I think they blow out LSU. I'm taking Bama 29 and a half. I love how you bring up other instances, right? And when you bring up Coach O last year talking shit about Alabama, that's, that means something. A lot yep. of people think, ah, who cares? Whatever, ESPN. It's like, no, that means something real. This game, it comes to life. I think Alabama blows them out. First time in a long time. It's like this. If you are a younger brother, and you have an older brother that always likes to not just beat you, but beat the shit out of you, right? And every time you guys are fighting, he's just knocking you out. He's not making sure you're done. He's making sure you are done. Well, if one year he goes to the table and he's got a tooth out, he's got a headache, he's got, are you going to take it easy? Or are you going to say, hey, asshole, this is my year, right? And although Alabama does not feel that little brother with LSU, they're going to feel the idea of LSU won last year. Yep. They got all that attention. They got all that credit. And guess what? This year, Alabama blows them out. I love your handicap. I love Alabama here. Let's go. Roll Tide. Okay, last thing we got to do, we got to pick a cancellation game. Still, none of us have hit. We've been close, I feel like. So pick your game that you think is going to get canceled because of COVID. All right, what do you got? I'm going to go cancellation game for this weekend, Nebraska-Purdue. Okay, Nebraska-Purdue for Tyler Smitty. I really hate to do it, but with recent uh, news coming out from the University of Colorado basketball team. Oh, he's going to CU Arizona. CU Arizona gets Oh, boy. fucking kidding me? Uh, Hey, you know what? It's actually a good sign because none of us have won yet, so maybe that's a negative jinx. That's a negative jinx. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with West Virginia, Iowa State. Sticking to the Big 12. That's what I got. West Virginia, Iowa State. Uh, that's all for the show this week, guys. Thanks for listening. I love Follow it. us on Twitter. Subscribe. And we will be back next week.